0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, separation is never easy, but when there are children or loved ones involved and caught in the middle, it's advised and best practice to keep things as amicable as you can. But how do you do it, and what are the impacts of a less than amicable separation? Well, joining me now to talk about this is clinical psychotherapist, author of Relationships on the Edge, and co host of the podcast Tough Love, Stephanie Regan. Stephanie, good morning.
1: Good morning, Pat. Nice to talk to you. Now, it's very interesting that uh,
0: a messy separation uh, and Mm -hmm. divorce, an argumentative separation or divorce, impacts on the future adult behaviour of children who are perhaps quite young at the time.
1: Of course. And I think we all, you know, we've all heard lots and lots about that, about the impacts on children. And we think we think of children, you know, we think of uh, how they will function in school, you know, how the disruption will impact them, um, how they will feel with their friends. Will they feel different? And and all of these things are hugely important. And so There's been a lot of uh, research on that. But of course, in Ireland, this is one of the things I always feel that we're, we're still quite new to divorce. You know, it's 95, which is, you know, a very, a very short time ago. So we find that the what I am finding in my sort of relationship work, love work, if you like, is that I'm really seeing the adults that have come through those separations and seen the impacts. Now, of course, we've seen it in different, I've seen it in other contexts, but I found myself particularly drawn to thinking about it now, actually, it was Lily McFadden. I, people may have seen that on uh, The Independent the other day. She had a little article where she just said that she had no interest in marriage following her to, the, the divorces of her parents because, you know, she wasn't blaming them. She was just saying she's kind of seen through marriage and seen through the how people grow apart. And that's what really made me think about this again, because I find myself navigating a lot with, with people who are seeking love and, of course, having problems in love. And I find that often when we dig in and see where the problems are, we're often going back to the template that they have in some way kind of absorbed from a parental split. And so I think it's really important that we discuss it and talk about that.
0: So so what kind of impacts uh, are there? I mean, no. you mentioned Lily McFadden and uh, saying don't want to get married, seeing what it's like, yes. seeing breakups, don't want any part of it. But presumably in any relationship they form, there, mm. there might be the same suspicion even though it doesn't lead to marriage uh, there can be exactly. you know high expectations of how someone should behave because yes. they don't want the repeat of what they saw at home
1: yes exactly so th- so and we all bring our template from home you know so it's about checking our template and we all know that as we go through through life we often find oh i thought that was okay but it's not okay so so it's not that you have an an unalterable kind of template you can fix these things you can change these things but, but the kind of things that i see Um, Is that people, as you say, exacting expectations, having utterly unrealistic expectations of a partner or even in the dating phase, you know, just being utterly unrealistic about, you know, no no little leeway for a small, small error or for... The person doing something a little wrong. So, you know, being very unforgiving, being hard about the other person. Trust issues are obvious. You know, do they trust them? You know, if infidelity was in the background or if they were listening to their mom or their dad, in both cases, I hear it a lot. They've seen the pain of that and what it does to people. And, but the thing is they've been probably a young girl or a young boy absorbing this adult pain, trying to, of their, of their father or mother, trying to work it out, trying to, trying to see how they can help. And feeling kind of helpless. So what happens is the person is overwhelmed with that pain. They don't know what to do with it. They don't have anything they can do about it for their parents at the time. So they just carry it around with them and it becomes then manifest, if you like. It becomes activated when they're in the arms of somebody again and they realise I, you know, that they can't trust them or they can't lean into the situation. So they have these kind of negative views and negative kind of, as I say, internal narratives that they are carrying around. So
0: parents would not wish this on their children, irrespective no. of their arguments with each other. But yet, you get people who weaponize their children in the separation. You're not getting access unless, uh, pay up yes. unless you know that that sort of stuff. And that has got to be extremely negative for the kids.
1: And I mean, Pat, let's be straight. The battles are huge. They are constant in separations. Um, In my lifetime of work of 35 years, I can tell you I've come across about three good separations. All of the others have been full of vitriol, um, argument, difficulty, putting people down. And I just think, you know, I don't know if it's a hangover from our kind of black and whiteness of religion where things are right and wrong or, you know, where somebody is guilty and somebody must be blamed. But I think that divorce in some ways it sort of prompts people or that separation phase to find somebody in the wrong. Somebody has to be in the wrong, somebody has to be right, somebody has to be good, somebody has to be bad. Whereas of course it's completely not that. Divorce is just a whole new, you know, problem that this couple have to deal with usually. They have to find a way of not living together anymore and to do so in a seemly way. And But of course there's a huge transition there. And I get that. It's suffused, I know, with disappointment, with anger, with all of those terrible negative feelings, but they are yours to deal with or mine to deal with. We cannot, if we cascade them down to our children and if we share too much and overshare, what happens is, the, your children cannot deal with that and they will take it with them. You know, I found myself thinking about, you know, the way um, uh, health nurses go around checking on babies mm-hmm. well, to see that they're OK. I really do believe that there is a need in divorce and separation for, for some kind of mental health professional to... Not not as in any punitive way, but to absolutely help the couple to navigate what they're going through so that they know where the pitfalls are, because maybe not everybody does know. You know, some people think, well, you know, they've a high threshold for argument. They think it's OK. Well, you know, he did do the wrong thing. She needs to know. I hear this all the time. But she doesn't need to know. That's the point. Your daughter doesn't need to know or your son doesn't need to know. These are adult concerns. And you have to leave your children. Free to love both parents. That's your task as a parent.
0: Stephanie Regan, clinical psychotherapist, author of Relationships on the Edge, co host of the podcast Tough Love. Uh, Thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.